1: Go to shopify.com/try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com/try.
2: Each week, we are going to discuss how to apply God's word to our everyday lives. Get ready for some word, some gems, and a few laughs along the way. Now let's start the show.
3: Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of the God Goes and Girl Talk podcast, where we discuss life, love, and the pursuit of Christ. Y'all, I am so excited because it's August and my birthday is literally, literally on Friday. Okay, um, I absolutely have had my mind blown in the first year of being thirty years old. Everybody always talks about how you really come into yourself and come into your own when you're thirty, and I never ever really understood what they meant until I experienced it. Um, and so this has been an amazing first year in my thirties. And if this is how God gonna be at then, honey, uh, let's go. Okay, because it's been amazing, and I can not wait to share with y'all the testimony on the other end of it, but that is not my assignment today, okay? Um, Next, if you have not been or have not joined the Producer Society, if y'all don't take advantage of this 14-day free trial, it has been so fire. Um, We just wrapped a Bible study about setting our houses in order. It has been snatching edges and taking names, honey, in in the name of Jesus. But it is really helping us prepare um, for the next year as we are believing God to produce things in our businesses, produce things um, in our ministries, produce things um, in different areas of our life, relationships, children. And it's been amazing. And we're now doing this study um, on the book of Proverbs. We had the opportunity to join Um, Latina of Flawed and Free Ministries who was on here. She did an amazing spiritual warfare strategy session. Like y'all, PHS is lit. Shout out to the real ones who uh, we get on every week and just have a good time. Them, my girls, y'all, I love, love, love my PHS family. Um, And if you have not taken advantage of joining the community, being a part, slide through. Okay, what are you waiting on? Huh? All right, so that's it for the church announcements. Let's hop right into today's show. Um, So today's show is entitled Six Things That You Need to Evaluate for a Better Prayer Life. And I'm starting this off with a little bit of a testimony that I have. um, And I I feel like I've talked about it in part, but not um, fully here on the show. So we about to do it because we're made overcomers by the blood of the lamb. Amen. That's Jesus in the word of our testimony. And so at the end of 2019, um, I was really seeking God on what area of my relationship with him needed improvement. And I could tell that um, and I could feel this shifting that God really had on my life. Um, and I was continuing to kind of balance like multiple obligations um, and God had called me to, uh, you know, serve people. He called me to do the podcast. He is growing me in church. Okay. We got elevated. Um, and I'm officially a minister in training. Um, and we were able to share that with the PHS family on Friday and we were able to live stream. Um, so that was dope. Um, and what God showed me in my, in my story, talking with him or my time spent with him is that he really wanted me to grow stronger in my prayer life. Right. And it's not that I don't pray, but God was calling me to another area in this, um, another level in this area of my relationship with him. Right. Cause like full transparency, I grew up with that. Now I lay me down to sleep. Okay. Pray my Lord, uh, pray the Lord, my soul he'll keep them that, that was, that was how I grew up learning how to pray. And so, I never really, um, navigated the power behind prayer until I was kind of thrown into the test. And so this past November, um, God showed me the true power of prayer. Not that he hadn't before, but in a way that I had never experienced before. So both of my parents ended up testing positive for COVID in November 2020. Um, My dad got really bad very fast and I was in the faith fight of my life. Like, seriously, y'all, it was a struggle. Um, every day I was calling and doing everything that I knew how to do as a health care provider. Um, I made sure everybody was quarantined. Y'all, I sent pulse oximeters. Um, I sent incinence spirometers. I even, I did everything I knew to do to try to evade them getting pneumonia. Um, because my mom ended up catching it. So my dad got it from his coworker. His coworker was um it was like a super spreader event because eight of eight of the people at the post office got sick. Um, then my my dad got sick, my mom got sick, and it was just a lot. Um at the time when I, you know, when my dad first got diagnosed, my mom wasn't sick yet. And so I had just prayed and asked God um to keep my dad, right? And and asked God to to really Helped me not be overwhelmed with the situation, and then and God had told me that my dad was gonna live right. Um, and I felt reassured in that, and I just did what I knew to do. And it was very, very uh familiar to the near death experience that he had back in 2017 when he got into this car accident. And so, as the days progressed, my dad and my mom both got worse. Uh, my mom was able to drive herself to the ER. She thought she was going to go get checked out, but they kept her. And in typical man fashion, uh, my dad was like, I'm about to ride this out. He literally said, I'm going to ride it out at home. <laughs> like, wait, okay. Um, and so I was literally calling him every 45 minutes. I know I was getting on his last nerves. Um, but with each call um, and seeing my dad look more and more like death, um, my flesh really started to panic. Um, he was just not, he was not well. Um, my mom, like I said, ended up getting admitted and she was doing well. She was being monitored. But meanwhile, um, uh, my dad was at home refusing to let me call the ambulance. Um, he was under the supervision of she's 20 now, but at the time, uh, my 19 year old sister who paused, let's put a pin in this side note, shout out to my baby sister Kayla, a.k.a. Kayla Beans, a.k.a. Miss Beans, okay, um, who is on the autism spectrum, and she did an amazing job. Like, I'm about to cry even thinking about it, taking taking my direction of put your mask on, do this, give them this, give them these medications, take this temperature. I mean, she did amazing, um, and I'm so, 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 so proud of her, so proud of her, okay, Like, that girl is my heart for a reason. Like, she pushed. I mean, she cried. We had a couple breakdowns. We cried together on FaceTime. But baby girl pushed through. And that's why I always tell people that people with autism are extraordinary. Because when it came down to it, she did Everything, everything followed every instruction. Um, my dad was kind of laughing because she tried to make them some food and like burnt, burnt the food, <laughs> but um, he was just appreciative of her effort, and I was just in awe. Um, so yeah, that, that's that's that. Shout out to Miss Beams. Um, but back to the story so. Um, when it really got bad, I just remember my dad, he was having a really bad coughing fit and his temperature had spiked again. And Kayla went into the room and she was trying, I'm on FaceTime y'all. Okay. At this point, it's like three in the morning. Um, there was just so much going on. And, um, Kayla goes to try to give him the Tylenol. She tries to help him sit up and he has a coughing fit and she, loses it i mean just lays across his body and is sobbing now i'm on facetime and i had been i was i was out here being a thug and up until that and i lost it <laughs> y'all lost it i was crying crying um and i had her check his pulse oximeter his oxygen level um with the pulse oximeter and for those who are not in healthcare. um 90 or above, okay, for COVID patients at home. And my dad's oxygen level was 86. Um, I'm sitting there counting his respirations and he's breathing 30 times a minute. That's not normal for an adult. And so he is in respiratory distress, bad, okay? Um, so I now am like crying because she's crying and I'm crying, you dying. Like there's just a lot going on in this story. And so my dad... Um, he did not want the ambulance called, but he absolutely did muster up, um, the, the strength by the grace of God. Um, he was going to drive himself to the ER, but the enemy was already out here at like hard at work, right? Because my nursing knowledge and my sight. Because I'm doing all these assessments over FaceTime were trying to tell me that my dad was about to die, which was a direct contradiction to what God told me when this started days before. But now I'm looking at him remember, I'm calling him every 45 minutes. Right. So I'm seeing him get worse and worse and worse and worse and so what I see is not adding up with what God said and it's a problem for me um so I'm sitting here crying and I'm I am asking God I said God I don't know what else to do and God gave me one simple instruction he told me that I need to stop looking at my current situation stop looking at my at my earthly father and I need to come sit at his feet
2: This episode of the God Goals and Girl Talk podcast is brought to you by the Producer Society. The Producer Society is an online membership group for women looking to draw closer to God, to develop godly community, and to produce everything that God has called her to. Members of the Producer Society receive early access to the God Goals and Girl Talk podcast episodes, monthly Bible studies, exclusive online events, and so much more. If you are ready to get connected with other women who are chasing after God, and wanting to produce his purpose in their lives, then this community is for you. Visit www.producersociety.com to start your free 30-day trial today. Now let's get back to the show.
3: So, y'all, it's now 430 in the morning. My dad is trying to muster himself up because this man was weak, weak. Okay, Um, trying to muster himself up to go to the hospital. I wake up my husband and I ask him to sit on FaceTime with dad while he drives. Um, Kayla was too afraid to drive at night. She was, you know, she's still learning how to drive and then she would have had to like drive back home. My parents have um, custody of, I call her my little, little sister. Um, My mom's great niece that they have custody of, you know, she's seven. So trying to get Kayla to drive back home with her, it would have been a whole thing. Um, And so my dad was not going for the ambulance um, at all. And he, you know, really just felt overwhelmed already by the situation. And my dad never says things like that to me. So if he said that he was overwhelmed, then he was overwhelmed. And so I wanted to respect um, his wishes and he wanted to take himself. So here we are, Um, I'm in my office. I got worship music playing, blasting. It's 4.30 in the morning, okay, blasting. Um, And when I tell y'all, I literally prayed, until I sweat through my shirt. And I'm not, like, I literally was out here moist in these streets. <laughs> uh, and I say that, you know, laughing now, but it, like, I was praying so fervently. Um, and not that I haven't before, but most, what was most overwhelming about the experience or most um, impactful about the experience was that I never really said Too much of anything. And that's what I love about God. I came and I was worshiping God. I came and I gave God my tears. I came and worshiped God. Um, I was speaking in tongues, which I am. I'm still growing in my heavenly language, but it was something that I was like, you about to hear every version of what I got to say over here, sir, because please send help immediately. Um, Because I know what you said, but I know what I see. And I am just sitting here and I'm praising God. And God gave me very specific instructions to have my husband come and sit in the office. So my husband's on FaceTime um, talking to my dad. My dad could hear the worship music. Um, God told me that he, like my dad also needed to be reminded. And I'm on my face praying. I never say a word to my dad once my husband comes in the room and he's on the phone with him. Um, but I am speaking to my heavenly father and just praying and worshiping. And my husband is, um, you know, is as talking to my dad and I'm over here talking to my other daddy, because we got to get both of y'all, y'all got to get together in this situation. Okay. It is terrifying. <laughs> I am terrified. Um, as a daughter, I'm terrified as a healthcare professional. I'm terrified on several different levels. And so, um, my dad gets through, okay? Because my husband had to be my eyes and ears. Um, and what it's like, the, the house was probably like 10, 15 minutes from my parents' house. It probably took an hour. Um, my dad got down the steps, got dressed, got in the car and it took him 15 minutes to even muster up the strength to start the car. Um, when I tell y'all that watching them go through COVID was, it it was something, it was a sight to see. Um it was it seemed like forever, right? So like I said, I'm I'm praying, I'm talking to God, I'm worshiping him, I'm praising him, and we're having this this really intense dialogue. And my dad um gets to the hospital. This man walked into the ER. I said, Okay, dad, like can I call the people to let them know that you in the front? No, no, no. He walked this this is the strength of God, but also just how stubborn my dad is. He was going to walk in there on his own accord, period. He wasn't having it no other way. Um, and so this man walked into the ER and um, it was, it. yeah, I can't even, like I even thinking about it. I'm like, this man walked into the ER. Um, this man walked into the ER. They took his vitals and then his oxygen level Was at 95%. Yo. This is after he walked. All the way in there. Right? Like he had to to navigate the parking lot. And even thinking about. Just like even thinking about. Him calling me back. I was like what you tripping for? I think your finger machine thing is broke. (laughs) Um. And I'm like, it's not broke. God heard. God heard me, and was like, "Sir, come get your baby up off the ground." (laughs) God heard my prayers, even even the ones of the Holy Spirit interceding on my behalf. He heard my prayers in the situation, and within minutes, y'all, within minutes, between the time he got in the car to the time he got to the hospital god showed me that he was going to be okay we still had a rough couple days in the hospital very rough very rough my dad had double pneumonia i mean it was it was a lot it was a lot my mom she was not um she was not as bad but also remember she's at, she admitted sis in the hospital already And I just thank God that he acted so quickly. In 45 minutes, Jesus was on the main line for real. (laughs) Like, it was such a powerful display of who God is. Um, It was such a powerful display of, of leaning, uh, not to my own understanding. It was such a powerful display of praying without ceasing. It was such, I've never experienced anything like that in my life, in my lifetime, in my lifetime. Y'all God is so good. Mind y'all that on the other end of it, I was, I was doing um, I had a whole nother situation going on um, because I was in the middle of a podcast retreat
2: that I had waited all year for. So I'm in this podcast retreat, and I just,
3: the devil be trying it, y'all. Like, when I say all year and all throughout, I mean, I am getting off the, it was, um, it ended up being virtual because of COVID, but it was still amazing. And I'm in between on the breaks, calling and checking on my parents. It was so, it was such an exhausting experience. Um, and I really feel like to some extent, I didn't even really get to enjoy it as much as I had originally planned. Um, but I just thank God that he gave me the strength. He gave me, um, excuse me, people in my, in my immediate circle, who said, "Sis, this is a spiritual attack, continue to trust God, continue to pray. You stay um, in the retreat because I could have just been like, you know what, God, I'm dealing with too much. This is too much. But on the other side of this, I knew that God was doing something incredible with this show. Um, That's where I got, you know, all of the, The the new um, logo and podcast art—like there was so much knowledge and so many relationships built. That's where I met Latina, like, like that's where I met Tatum. Like y'all, the devil was really trying to keep me in a position to where I was not going to be on my assignment because all hell was breaking loose, and it just goes to show. How much God will sustain you. Got through the podcast retreat. It was amazing. God still gave me breakthrough on the show. He gave me divine direction. God healed my parents. God sustained my sister. God sustained me. God is God all the time, y'all. It was in that very moment that I understood why God told me that I got to step my game up in my prayer life. Um, because there, there, he moved X man, bruh, he moves so quickly, so quickly. There's so much power in our ability to pray. And I know I ain't even get to the six, uh, the six things that you need to evaluate. Um, I'm gonna put a pin in it for this week's episode, y'all, because I don't want to rush through this. So we are going to, um, we're going to put a pin in it right here and I'm going to come back next week with the six. Okay. But even this just being testimony service y'all, this is why it's so important that you get your prayer life together and not even just praying, um, in, in a, a place of, of defense, right? Praying de- defensive prayers, but praying offensively, right? Now I know, um, and I, I did this before, praying Psalms 91 over my household and over my family um, because we're in the middle of this pandemic and also being wise, right? And so God has kept me um, even throughout this pandemic. My job told me I had a positive COVID test. After I had... Fasted for 10 days. The hardest fast of my life. And God said, not so. Go get another test done. Went and got two more tests done. Both of them negative. But had I believed the report of man and not the report of God, this is why you have to have a prayer life. And once I got those results, I was shooketh for 0.5 seconds. And I said, hold on. Wait, wait, No. Called both of my mentors, my wise counsel. I prayed, they prayed, and then God's report came. Because the devil will try to use what you see to attack you. Spiritual warfare is for real. It's so for real. So I cannot wait to come back next week for us to discuss these six things that you need to evaluate um, when you are um, evaluating your prayer life. These six things that will hinder your prayer life if they are not addressed. It is going to be phenomenal. And so that's it for this week's episode. I love y'all. Okay. I'm about to go turn up, turn up, turn up, turn up. It's my birthday. Eh, okay. Um, And I will talk to y'all next week.
2: I pray you guys enjoyed this week's episode. Make sure you stay connected with us throughout the week by following us over on Instagram at God Goals and Girl Talk, hitting us up on Twitter at GGGT Podcast, and checking out our website, www.godgoalsandgirltalk.com. The website is lit, it has a free resource library, and you can search podcast episodes based on topics, all the things, okay? So until next week, continue to love God, love people, and love yourselves.